Welcome to Ed Leader with your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Join Dr. Jackson for conversations and reflections on improving educational leadership from the classroom to the boardroom and beyond. Educational leadership is an ever-evolving opportunity to make a real and lasting difference in the lives of students, parents, and the community. And now, here's your host, Dr. Rob Jackson. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson, and I want to thank you for spending time with me today as I seek to add value to your work and to your professional and personal life through this podcast. Thank you for all the kind words and positive ratings and reviews. Because of you, the Ed Leader Podcast community continues to grow worldwide. If you have not, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast player and share it with your network of colleagues and friends. Remember, you can find show notes, links to references that are cited during each episode, and find each of the Ed Leader podcast episodes at drrobjackson.com. In a world that tips towards negativity and defeatism, Ed Leaders have the opportunity to brighten life and sow positivity through bringing joy into the schoolhouse and into the lives of students and staff every day. Today's guest does just that. Speaking of bringing the joy... Let's get to it. I am so excited and indeed honored to welcome the brand new North Carolina Principal of the Year to the Ed Leader Podcast. What an incredible honor for the podcast. What an honor for me and for all of our listeners. Welcome, Ms. Donna Bledsoe. Thank you very much. I'm very honored to be here today. I was so excited to be able to learn about you as you were announced as the state principal of the year, as we have been very blessed with listeners across the country and around the world. How about starting with sharing what in the world is it to be the North Carolina principal of the year? What is a North Carolina principal of the year? So um, currently in my role, um, it is really advocating for public education and school leaders across the state and telling um, the great work that is being done inside our buildings across our state and really letting people know of the joy of the work um, that comes with being a school leader. Absolutely. Well, joy just absolutely emanates from you as I've had the opportunity to be in meetings with you. I've just appreciated your optimism and your positivity and just the joy you share with everyone. And so it makes a whole lot of sense to me that you were selected as an advocate and a spokesperson for North Carolina's principals and for principals in general everywhere. How does that process even work? How did you wind up being selected? I know there are a lot of principals in the state of North Carolina. How does the process work for our listeners who may not be aware? So I was selected um, at the district level as the Surrey County Schools Principal of the Year in the spring of 23, I guess, or 22, I guess it was, um, and then went on to compete at the regional level in the fall of 2022. Um, and then from there uh, was selected the regional, um, the Piedmont Triad Region Principal of the Year and was moved on into the state level where there are nine um, 
regions. It's eight regions across North Carolina and a charter school representative. And then from there, I somehow was just lucky and blessed um, among an amazing group um, of regional principal of the year colleagues to be named the 2023 Wells Fargo principal of the year. Well, and that regional group of principals of the year from each of the regions and the charter school are all amazing in their own right. Um, and we certainly appreciate all that they're doing as well. And so as the principal of the year, um, you have several opportunities to advocate and to share about life as a principal. What are some of the opportunities you've been given since being named? Um, so the first opportunity I was given was as the regional principal of the year. I was afforded the opportunity to write an op-ed about um, keeping talent in North Carolina. So keeping our talented teachers in North Carolina, um, hoping to find a bipartisan solution to that to advocate for master's pay and higher teacher pay so that they're um, is not a draw back into Virginia, um, especially in some of our rural counties who can't afford um, higher supplements um, to keep them. Um, from there, I have been afforded the opportunity to have a wonderful retreat with all former principals of the year and work on planning um, and have been able to, to do some podcasts and some different um, forums, really just highlighting the work of public education. So, I think for me, it's just an opportunity to get a voice out um, to uh, for rural districts um, to say that there are great things happening here and across our state. Absolutely. And as our um, longtime listeners know, we've had the opportunity to have some of your predecessors, Principals of the Year, on the podcast, and we've been very delighted. And one of the things I appreciate about the Principal of the Year process in the state of North Carolina is that through the process, it's worked out that the State Principals of the Year are a very diverse group, uh, diverse in personal characteristics, diverse in the schools that they serve, diverse in the school systems they serve, geographically diverse, representative of the entire state. And so the entire process seems to be working well in terms of getting a lot of voices to uh, to the forefront so that we can hear whether it's from a uh, rural school system or a more rural school system like Surrey County or our largest school system like Wake County when we had Dr. Elena Ashburn on the podcast and she serves in our largest school system in the state. So I certainly appreciate that. Well, I know one of the opportunities that you've been given is to serve as an advisor to our state board of education. Tell us about that. What's that been like? What are the opportunities you have there? So being an advisor on the State Board of Education is um, it's a great look into how decisions are made. Um, our role is really to ask questions from a boots on the ground standpoint. Um, so it's wonderful that Patrick Green and I can serve together. He comes um, from a high school perspective. I bring more of the K-8 perspective. And so um, I think it's nice to be able to ask questions as policies are coming out that maybe the board members um, wouldn't always know to ask from that perspective because they're not in the schools each day like we are. And so it's a it gives the state board um, some of our perspective, but it also gives us a look in how um, to better advocate at the school level for things to occur. Absolutely. And of course, Patrick Green is the 2022 North Carolina Principal of the Year, just an absolutely wonderful principal and leader in his own right. 
Um, and from my own experience, going all the way back to 2011, I just appreciate about the North Carolina State Board of Education that in their wisdom, historically, they realized that they should have a teacher, a principal, a superintendent as advisors to the state board as they're contemplating major policies and understanding that the decisions they make in our state capital in Raleigh impact each of our individual schools and our individual school systems. And so I'm certainly very grateful that they have principals like you and like uh, uh, Patrick Green and others who came before you to be able to sit there and say, hey, have you considered as you think about this policy, this impact that you may not have been aware of? And so thank you for doing that. Well, let's kind of back up a little bit. So share with us a little bit about your journey in education. How did you come to life as an educator and and wind up where you are now? Um, I grew up in a household um, where my mother always wanted to be an educator. She went back to school later in life um, and started teaching when I was actually a freshman in high school. And so I can remember just the excitement that she had. Um, she really believed that every day in the classroom was a gift and something that she had worked um, very hard. And so it just became natural to me through some internships in high school and coaching swim teams that that's what I wanted to do. Went to Appalachian, um, got my teaching degree, came back home to Surrey County to do my student teaching and um, began my career in Mount Airy City Schools, taught there for three years, came back into Surrey County where I um, graduated from, grew up um, here in the county, um, taught another year and then became a um, curriculum specialist out of our district office. I did that role for two years and went into administration. And so I've been in administration for 14 years. Um, And so very blessed by that. And this is my eighth year as a school principal. That's so exciting. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I wish our listeners could see your face light up when you talk (laughs) about your mother as an educator, because um, just just watching your face referring to her as an educator gives me some insight into where your joy comes from as an educator. And so I very much appreciate that. So share with our listeners about the school that you serve currently and about all the great things happening there. So, um, I serve at Cedar Ridge Elementary. It's in Low Gap, North Carolina in Surrey County. Um, I was their assistant principal in the 2014-2015 school year. I went on to be a principal at another school. And when this school opened back up, I jumped on the opportunity. Um, Was very blessed that Dr. Reeves allowed me to come back um, here for the 2016-2017 school year where I have been. Um, My mother actually passed away in September of the 2016 school year. Um, And so of that, yes, when you speak of joy, um, she believed that. And so a few years into our journey here, our um, theme became bring the joy because each day in education is joy filled. Um, That doesn't promise that it's always happy. But if we work in our true purpose of doing what's right for children, we call that joy. So um, I've been here since 2016. Very blessed in the journey. Our school is 100% free and um, free lunch at this point. Um, we do a lot of innovative strategies here to meet the whole child. We work for joy, for the joy of literacy. And so, um, one book, one school, um, random reading spots. We really work for kids to not only become readers, but 
find the joy enjoyment of reading. Um, and currently this past school year, we exceeded growth with a growth index of 6.28. So I'm very proud of the work that um, our staff does each day and blessed to be along the journey with them because they are hardworking and the answer to every question at Cedar Ridge Elementary is what is best for students. I, I love that. And congratulations on that outstanding growth. That's absolutely incredible. And so just a bit of a, a little background for our listeners who may be outside of the state. North Carolina um, grades, rates our schools on both proficiency, which kind of is uh, kind of defines itself, but also on growth. And so through some Math magic, they determined that after a year's worth of work in a classroom, a student should have grown X amount. And if they do, within minus two to plus two, they've met growth or the school has met growth and above plus two is to exceed growth. And so when you start talking about exceeding growth at a plus six plus, that's absolutely incredible. And so congratulations to the students, teachers and staff of your school. And so as you talk about just exceeding growth like that, what what's the secret of the success? What's what's the the mystery ingredient for for your school to be so successful, particularly when you share with us that you have 100% of your students receiving free and reduced lunch. Man, you're doing some incredible things. Um, I think that it is just collegiality throughout the building. Um here they're all our students. They're not any one particular students, uh, teachers, students. And so I think it's really about um, serving all students, uh, regardless of if they are your your classroom students or not. Everybody owns a piece of our student success. Um, we helped write a leadership framework for our district, which helps kids understand like leading self, leading others, and in turn, um, changing our world. So we've done a lot of intentional work um, on self-regulation, self-awareness, so that students are able to, you know, if they need a break, ask to go to a calm down corner or the use of fidgets. We have a lot of flexible seating in our building, sensory paths. Um, so really, I think that our secret to success is working as a whole school for each child's success. And we call that championing for all and achievement leadership in life. I love it. Championing for all. And you started off by saying that that a big piece of that is that collegiality. And that, I think you're absolutely right there. Um, creating a culture of, of trust, as a recent guest was talking about, is so very important where we're all pulling together for each and every student is is just crucial, crucial to help our students achieve at the highest levels. Well, as the state principal of the year, one of the things that you do is kind of share the messaging of principals and what life is like for principals, the celebrations and the challenges. And so I just wonder, um, for those who may have been out of a school building for some amount of time um, or in a school building quite a bit, share with us, what's the life of a principal like in 2023? What are the celebrations? What are the challenges? Um, I think the celebration is that we are back post-pandemic, full Woo-hoo. steam ahead. You know, we're not worried anymore about six feet mask. Um, just really able to to get back to tier one instruction, back to business. And so very blessed in that. Um, I think it's that the staff who are in our building serving our students 
want to be here. They are 110% committed, and that is a celebration and a blessing. Um, We all came through a challenging time, and so um, there's a lot of of celebrations and blessings to where we're at now in 23-24. Challenges, I think just still continuing to spread the message that public education has so much to offer. It's not the high school that we all graduated from. There are so many opportunities um, for internships, business partnerships, college-going cultures. Um, So I think continuing to advocate for ourselves as educators, sometimes we are not our best um, cheerleaders. And so we've got to get a little less humble and a little better at at cheering for all that we are, are doing across the state. And then just helping educate folks that there is no political agenda happening in schools. Our only agenda is educating students and doing what's best for them. Um, and And so I think those can be challenges, but with great community partnerships, partnerships within your um, just your district, your state, I think that those um, avenues take care of themselves, too. So just learning to as a school leader to your external partnerships are are important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And never more so than today, perhaps in terms of we really need everyone to be on board. Um, but I love what you were talking about in terms of. We have to be a little less humble when it comes to what our students are achieving and our staff is achieving. We should be quite excited um, to share that good news and to share with everyone who will listen. You know, as educators, we typically do not take marketing classes in our undergraduate or even graduate work to become educational leaders. And perhaps we should because we do know that parents have lots of choices for the education of their children. And if we believe in public education or if we were serving a charter school, if that's what we believe in, we really should be sharing um, those things that are just so incredible in our schools. And and for myself, I, I don't know that there's a better choice than than our public schools in the state of North Carolina. And so I certainly appreciate that as well. So as you kind of have this opportunity to talk about the life of principals, the state of the principalship, for those who just may not know um, uh, about the principalship, last year, some of the state principals of the year joined me. We looked at some research from the Wallace Foundation about principals. And one of the takeaways, which really just kind of hit me, and I've continued to think a lot about it was that the Wallace Foundation found that we've always known that principals were important to student and school success. But they went on to say, but we don't think we realize just how important principals are to student and school success. And so kind of pulling yourself out from your current individual work and just thinking about the nature of a principal. What is it that a principal does that's so crucial to a student being successful, to a school being successful? What is the role of a principal in elevating everyone around them? The role of the principal is there's just such a a depth to it that I think people don't um, realize. But to get everyone to thrive, it's really about relationships. It's relationships with students. It's relationships with staff, being willing to go in and and meet with your professional learning communities and being willing to grow alongside them. Um, Somebody told me once, um, you have to be wise because you hired smart people. So you you have to trust them and, and, and really 
grow with them in that. And I think that that's really sage advice that a principal has to realize they're not the expert in everything. Um, And then relationships with your families, community, in order to continue to spread the message of what's happening, because ultimately you want your positives to speak louder than any negative could ever speak. And the people who are going to do that for you are your students, your staff, and your community that you have built um, relationships with. And that is who I believe um, across the state will tell our story um, in that positive manner. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I love this thought of of the importance of relationship building and the importance of community. It's really about all of us together and thinking about the principal as being the person who's kind of gathering us all together and helping us kind of speak in one accord about the nature of the work and the challenges, the celebrations, et cetera. Well, as our state principal of the year, you have the opportunity to have your voice, your message amplified. And I'm so grateful and glad that you do. What is the message that you're wanting to share with the public, with other educators, with all who will listen about principles in our state or or the message that you just want folks to hear about even the work you're doing there in Surrey County? Um, I think a, a big message across the state for me is is really aligned with early literacy in North Carolina and the great gains that are being made, um, particularly through the implementation of the science of reading and letters professional development. And so just continuing to advocate um, for early literacy strategies that are effective um, for eight as well to help build readers. Um, also, the message of just I call it the bring the joy message that there is so much joy happening in buildings. And I think as school leaders, we really need to advocate for ourselves and share that message. And so for me across the state, that is it's marketing that we really need to do. There's 20 approximately 2700 school principals in the state of North Carolina. And I believe that we are the lever that if we could pull um, just to push that marketing ploy that we really are the best choice for students um, and to continue to spread that message and to educate our families on all we have to offer, but also make sure that even our own teachers and staff know that all that there is to offer. Um, If you're an elementary school teacher, making sure that you know the message of your high school and all the programs that they have to offer to students so that we can Um, speak in one voice about the great things that are happening in schools across our state. Absolutely. Bring the joy. I (laughs) love it. Like I want to print up the banner, stick it on the wall, carry it around on a placard, put it on the side of my car. When it comes to education, when it comes to public education, bring the joy. Donna Bledsoe, you are certainly bringing the joy, and I'm so glad that you are. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time and sharing with us and sharing on the Ed Leader podcast. We certainly appreciate all that you're doing for so many and all that you'll continue to do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope that you enjoyed our time together with North Carolina's 2023 State Principal of the Year, Donna Bledsoe. As she shared, we make huge differences in student outcomes when we bring the joy into the schoolhouse and into the lives of students and staff every day. I'm interested in your thoughts. Please keep sharing your feedback on Twitter or X at Dr. underscore Rob underscore Jackson 
through email or by commenting directly on the show notes page. If you think this has been helpful, please share the episode and podcast with your network of friends and colleagues. Thank you for spending time with me today. Thank you for all that you do for every student, every teacher, and every staff member. You are making a difference. If no one else has told you, I want you to know that I believe in you. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community. We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.